Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Now we have Alan Dershowitz, yep, and one of the greatest uh, professors of law ever. Ever, and he's got uh, a new book also, War Against the Jews, another big bestseller. And Professor Dershowitz, uh, there is so much I got to talk with you about. First off, UNRWA, this group, this is this UN agency. This UN agency, it turns out that they had, they're saying maybe 1,200 people in this agency have some ties to Hamas, and some of them actually facilitated the October 7th attack. The claims are RPGs, even taking some people hostage. Look, I wish people had read my book uh, 20 years ago, the case uh, for Israel. I talked about UNRWA in that book, and I talked about it as a basic front for terrorism and for Hamas. And uh, those of us who have been studying this issue have known that UNRWA, along with other organizations, along with the, uh, the, the uh, Red Crescent, along with Doctors Without Borders, uh, along with many, many other international organizations, have been doing the work of Hamas for years and years and years. Now, the idea that 1,300 of them would actually be associated with Hamas just shows stupidity. They could have hidden their association a lot better. And I'm sure there are a lot more than 12 people who participated in the events of October 7th. I'll bet it's more like 70 uh, or 75. Um, look, America shouldn't be giving a penny to UNRWA. We should be creating, first of all, there shouldn't be a special organization for Palestinian refugees. It's a disaster because it keeps them as refugees. Remember, they were refugees 75 years ago. There's a statute of limitations. Integrate them. At the same time that 700,000 Palestinians became refugees, 700,000 Jews became refugees from Arab countries in North Africa. And Israel integrated every single one of them into the population, whereas UNRWA has kept them in these camps uh, and and tell them, you're still refugees, you have a right to go back to Israel. The the UNRWA schools, are, are, are they could be Nazi Germany schools. They teach their students mathematics about if you kill one Jew and you kill seven Jews, is that eight altogether? You know, everything is about killing Jews in Israel and UNRWA. So the organization itself ought to be deemed a terrorist organization, ought to be banned. Forget about defunding. It ought to be banned. But not a single American penny should go there. There should be a relief organization for Gaza. Okay, but not one that's affiliated with Hamas. Professor, we we agree. But uh, ever since like 2006, hasn't there been reasonable peace among the Palestinians and the, and the Israelis, they all, they all went to work every day until Iran pushed a button on the Hamas? Yeah, and not only that, but there was a ceasefire. And, yeah. you know, I mean, people were going, people were going to, hospitals, to yeah. people were going to work every day. They were working with each other. And, yeah. and, and these, these crazy Hamas people, uh, Iran fed them the money on conditions that they go and kill. 
Yeah, but I think the worst problem is who's marching for Hamas today? Not my children and your children, but my friends' children and grandchildren. People I know, Jewish kids, um, Protestant kids, Catholic kids, are marching with Hamas in the same way that kids from Princeton and Harvard and Yale marched for Hitler in the 1930s and Stalin in the 1940s and Castro. Are they mar- the marching 1960s. for Hamas or are they marching, for, marching for the Palestinians for people who are suffering? Oh, no, not at all. There isn't a single sign. I have offered $1,000 to be paid to the Palestinian Authority if somebody could find me a single sign calling for a two-state solution in these protests. Nobody wants there to be a state called Israel. It's all about abolishing Israel. Remember that these protests began before Israel fired a single shot. It is crazy. It began on October 8th. Well, there was no fire to cease. So the ceasefire is a way of bringing these useful idiots in. And, you know, there's been a history of useful idiots, kids on college campuses, being led by their Pied Piper professors uh, and being told what to do and who to support. You remember when when I was in college, I don't know if when any of you were in college, kids had in their dorm rooms pictures of Che Guevara or on their T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Che Guevara was a mass murderer, but he was a left-wing supporter of Fidel Castro so these useful idiots were putting his pictures up, and now they're putting up pictures of Hamas leaders and, 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 and others. You know, there was a poll that showed that a substantial percentage of young kids admired Osama bin Laden, the man who killed 3,000 Americans just blocks away from where you are. It's, you know, there's no underestimating the stupidity of college kids. It's disgusting. Who are influenced by their professors. Not all of them. There are some great kids. I taught many of them, and there are many of them now who are fighting back against this. But, but did you see, Professor Dershowitz, did you yeah. see also the protests lately? Speaking of protests, um, there were these uh, groups that came after, it was a Kissinger memorial, Henry Kissinger, and so there were a series yeah, of memorials. A friend of mine, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and we loved Henry Kissinger, too. Dr. Kissinger yeah. was uh, amazing. And Dr. Kissinger, here they're honoring him after his passing. They are shouting at the attendees at a memorial saying, we're going to burn your house down because they yeah, were yeah, Jewish. Yeah. It was frightening to see that. And it's Temple Emanuel, which is about the least Jewish Jewish institution in America. I mean, it is so reformed. And, you know, they banned me from Temple Emanuel. They won't let me speak there about Israel. They will allow um, Peter Beinhardt, who, who denies Israel's right to exist. They paid him $25,000 to deny Israel's right to exist. But they've banned me from speaking at Temple Emanuel. So I'm not particularly sympathetic to Temple Emanuel, but I am sympathetic to Henry Kissinger, who was a great man, and to the individuals who went to this uh, memorial service. But uh, but uh, Temple Emanuel is part of the problem, not part of the solution. Yeah. It's Richard Weinberg. Let me ask you about the uh, case proceeding in the world court against yeah. Israel brought by South Africa. And yeah. now reports that a lot of information that was fed to the world court by South Africa actually came from Hamas-related terrorist organizations. What are your thoughts on that? Let's remember one thing. Anybody who accuses Israel of genocide is a Holocaust denier. Why? Because we know that the Holocaust was genocide. And if all the Holocaust was, was an army fighting legitimately for its own defense of its own people, then there was no Holocaust. Uh, And there was no genocide. Remember, the word genocide was developed to describe the killing of six million Jews. And now to accuse Israel of genocide is to essentially say there was no Holocaust. 
And the International Court of Justice should never have taken the case. I don't believe Israel should have made substantive arguments. My own view is that they should have challenged the jurisdiction of the court. They still can. I didn't like the decision better than a decision that would have said you had to have a ceasefire, which Israel would have ignored. Um, But I think Israel gave legitimacy to this court. Today, the opinion wasn't so terrible, but a year from now, there'll be an opinion. Two years from now, there'll be an opinion, which will be terrible. And I think it was a mistake for Israel to lend any legitimacy to the International Court of Justice. The International Court of Justice is a U.N. body. The same UN that sponsors UNRWA. By, by the and way, real, real quick, the UN should be trusted. Yeah. Professor Dershowitz, to your point, really quick before I let you go, someone, a friend of ours who listened to the show, is asking: Can someone sue the UN or UNRWA for participating in October seventh attack? If they find out that yes. they supplied them, can they be complicit? Can they go after them? Yes, and I think organizations um, that there are a few of them, the Brandeis Center, Lawfare, uh, could go after UNRWA. Uh, and members of UNRWA for uh, facilitating terrorism. Also, UNRWA could be charged, and members of UNRWA could be charged under American law, which makes it a crime to lend material support to any terrorist group. We now know that UNRWA has lent support to terrorist groups like Hamas. So it is subject to criminal jurisdiction in the United States, and it has offices in the United States. Very interesting. And I don't think the Justice Department is going to go after them. Yeah, and boy, should well, they. they should. Yeah. They they absolutely yeah. should. No, I agree with you. Look, the United States under the Biden administration restarted their funding after the Trump administration correctly cut off their funding. Yeah. So I, that's something I support Trump on and not Biden on. Professor Dershowitz, thank you very much. Great to have you here. Oh, thank you. Keep fighting for thank justice, you. Professor. Yeah. And send my regard to Sid, please. Yeah. I will. Yes, we will. Absolutely. Bye.